0: Me, Dipper, and Mabel took a summer vacation to the place where green trees with rivers and lakes. And it's where tourists come to see mysteries that thrill all locked up in a shack that we work until our great Uncle Stan has got a plan to make a buck or two.
1: everybody. Welcome to Greater Than Real. This is episode three. I'm Tyler Young. As always, I'm with Ryan White. What's up, Ryan?
2: Hey-o! <laughs> hey
1: <laughs> And, still trapped in Guam, still hundreds of miles away, but on his way back, Dred Johnson.
3: Hey, everybody. I just want to give a special shout-out to future Dred and say, hey, buddy, you're doing great work out there. <laughs>
1: Hey, future dread! You did it. <laughs> Whatever that may be, you did it well.
2: You're all right by me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Love me. Uh, so yeah, well, we have some big news coming up this week. Uh, stuff with Facebook. Stuff about The Last of Us. Uh, some Star Wars casting news. Um, some comic stuff from Dread.
4: Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But first,
1: what what are we doing? What the hell's going on? Uh, anything, Ryan, from you, Any, like big games you're playing or movies you're really interested in?
2: No, I haven't really been playing much lately. I'm uh, still playing Final Fantasy. Uh, they...
1: That's true. I mostly see you on there Whenever yeah. I see you online.
2: That's pretty much just what I'm playing right now. They just put out a big patch today. Oh, like yeah? 2.2. 2, adding some new content in the game, new dungeons, the vanity, vanity system. system. Oh, that's in now? Yep. Ooh, shit. Excited, and And uh, new... New raid, uh, new part of the Binding Coil of Bahamut raid. Really? Another nine, another five turns on top of the five turns that are already in there. Shit. So, stuff to do, cool things happening.
1: Now, does that mean because I haven't done that one yet, I'm gonna be able to do all ten? Yeah. all Like, all at once? Or, like, I have to do all ten? Or is it, like, an extra five tacked on to the end?
2: Yeah, yeah, you would do the first five before I think you could unlock the next five, the new five.
1: Okay, but it's not, like, imperative. Like you don't have to do all ten to finish the story? Not that I wouldn't.
2: Actually, the story resolves uh, when you hit 50, and it resolves in, like, two sort of dungeons or whatever, so you don't have to do the raids at all to get...
1: Oh, uh, it's all endgame stuff? To get the
2: main story. There is a story with the raids, but you'll get resolution of the storyline just uh, through playing the game itself.
4: Cool.
1: I'm going to have to jump back into that. Especially now that I'm uh, done with Ground Zeroes, mm-hmm. which uh, Dread and I beat. And I know that there a lot of people are saying, like, you know, it's only two hours long, It's it's overpriced, it's just a big piece of DLC, it's a money-grab thing, but... I feel like after playing through the story, I went right back in and kept playing it, and I'm still interested in playing it. I think it's well worth the 30 bucks.
4: Oh,
3: play. yeah. As, I mean, I have a biased opinion, because I, I love Metal Gear, but I, I fucking I love it. I love the, it has so much replayability.
4: The oh, fact, totally. You can
3: replay it, and you can go in and try so many different things, and there are so many different levels, and so many yeah. different secrets and tricks and things you can do in that small section of game.
2: That's what I hear. People are just having fun dabbling, essentially, just messing around with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way that it's kind of open, too, you don't have to tackle each mission the same exact way. So even if you replay the very same one, you can go through and do, like, a different entry point or extract some extra prisoners or something. Or uh, go through and just look for the, uh, the XOF patches, which is, like, a, you know, a collectible. Which, I don't know what that unlocks yet.
3: It does, and it unlocks the uh, Deja Vu mission.
1: Is that the one where you're playing basically as like old version of uh, Solid Snake?
3: Yeah, you're playing as like the, the pixelated almost. <laughs> not not pixelated, but pretty, pretty much. PlayStation 1 Solid Snake. and It's more related to uh, the Shadow Moses incident and Metal Gear Solid 1. There's a, some Fox Die stuff in there. That's for the PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation system. If you play on the Microsoft systems, then you get the uh, the Raiden mission, where you play as the Metal Gear Rising version of uh, Raiden.
1: That actually sounds a little cooler than just playing as Solid Snake. Yeah, that's kind of sad, but you know, maybe
3: they'll release it as an add-on later. Maybe?
1: I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll all uh, roll into Phantom Pain when they uh, roll that out. Maybe they'll do some kind of package deal where if you get like the special edition, you'll have. All the stuff from Ground Zeroes and maybe
2: including Ground Zeroes? I
3: don't know if they're gonna have Ground Zeroes already in
4: there.
2: Yeah, probably
1: not if it's like 30 bucks now.
2: So when does Phantom Pain come out? It's still like a year away,
1: right? Don't know. Yeah,
3: it's 2015, sometime, probably fall.
1: Damn. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. I feel like, okay, so Ground Zeroes is a lot more accessible, I think, to uh, regular gamers compared yeah. to the older games. What do you mean, story wise? Uh, gameplay-wise. Oh, okay. Gameplay uh, wise. Maybe story-wise, um, as well, far as now. Kinda. It's a very
3: smart thing with a story as far as the way it's displayed in the game, whereas every other Metal Gear game has been this, this these long, drawn-out dialogue scenes and cut scenes and things of that nature. Now they kind of cut you down to the brass tacks and say, okay, here's your mission. If you want to look more into it, you have the option. But right now, as far as gameplay-wise, we're going to give you make a very brief, go in, get this, get out, and that's
1: it. Yeah, you know, I actually really enjoy that about uh, the game because I, you know, care about the story. So I went through and was lo- uh, listening to the audio logs, like all the cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. And it's all the stuff that you were forced to sit through in the older games. So I think it's great for a casual gamer to get in. They get, like, a really cool uh, cinematic, which isn't crazy long, and they get right into the story, but fans, like, you know... Dread and I, who love the series, are going to go in and get all the stuff that you had to get through in the older games.
3: Hmm. Now, Tyler, what do you think of the uh, the uh, sexual controversy of the game?
1: Okay, I actually wrote this down. I... I wrote down that I hated it. <laughs> I'm changing my mind now. I didn't, I didn't hate that ending scene. And I don't know how much I want to spoil, but it's graphic...
2: That's what I hear. I hear it's pretty fucked up.
1: Yeah, there's there's like an operation kind of scene in it. Like there, there, it's like um, it's kind of gory and graphic. But then there's like a sexual kind of part to it a little bit later on. Basically, a bomb is shoved up somewhere on a in a girl. She said, "There's a bomb up my," and she doesn't say anything, right?
3: Well, she yeah, there's a bomb in my, and then she cuts out.
1: So you're left to either think, well, it's either her vagina or her ass. So. Yeah, they
3: put a snook in her sniz. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Jesus,
2: <laughs> that is
1: fucked up. It is fucked up, and the thing is, like, okay, it's a Metal Gear game, so I'm used to weird fucked up things, but it, was, it felt so kind of like tacked on. Like it, I don't feel like it. It earned that kind of dark, griminess of that yeah. that ending scene, because like the game's still kind of goofy, you know, at, at certain points. Like, you're picking people... Like, when you pick up a a prisoner, you end up just, like, bit and, like, throwing him down. And, yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's some kind of, like, goofy dialogue in there. And, you know, Hideo Kojima himself is in it as um, a side character. Like, it's his actual face modeled, and it's his voice and everything. <laughs> so it's, like, still kind of fun and, ch- you know, cheeky. But then they have this really intense, like, operation scene, which is actually kind of hard to watch for me. And then you have this quick scene about this girl getting a bomb shoved up her
2: pussy that it's like, "Mm, it just didn't feel right. Do you actually see that happening, or it's just alluded to?
1: She says it, you don't see it, but you do see an operation without Mm -hmm. um, an anesthetic or anything, so it's, like, really intense and gross. Um, Now, what
3: about the, uh, did you get the audio tape where there's an implied rape?
1: No, I heard about that one. I haven't collected it yet. So have you listened to it?
3: No, I haven't listened to it. I listened to every other tape, but I haven't actually collected that one yet.
2: Isn't no. that um, Quiet Chick? No, no it's, it's, it's pause. It's, it's pause From that Peace Walker game? Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: So if you play Peace Walker, she is um, a character that you're already familiar with. Um, if you're not, it's kind of a weird, like, who are these people and why right. do I care, you know? But um, I, I just didn't think it was really tasteful, you know?
2: Yeah, it sounds kind of cruel.
1: It is, and it, and I'm I'm, not, I'm fine with that. Like, sexual violence, okay, it has its place as storytelling-wise, you know, like... Sure. It can lend to it the darkness of a story or, like, the intense, you know, action or whatever, but... Just the way he did it, the way Kojima put it in the game, it just felt... It didn't feel right, you know? Like, it didn't feel organic. Hmm.
4: But that's just me. When when it comes to sexual imagery in a lot of uh, Japanese media, a lot of it can be ham-fisted. They're not not exactly
3: subtle with it in many cases. True, yeah. I was really... I'm sorry to go talk over you. I, I applaud Kojima... For sticking to his guns about it, even though I'm, I agree with you and that it was kind of weird that it didn't feel completely earned, but the fact that he's like, "This is my vision, and I, I'm going to have it in there. No one's going to change it." Oh yeah, and then he put it in there. I uh-huh.
1: mean, it's not enough to like make me disgusted with the game or anything. It was just a little like thing that irked me. Like, nah, eh, okay.
3: A lot of people are upset that it happens, that these things happen to the only female character in the game but yeah, there's only so many out.
1: but there's only so many characters in the game though. It's a short 2-hour yeah. thing. So it's like once you get into uh Phantom Pain, I feel like if there's more of that in there, it might be more organic, you know, it might it might flow better and it won't be so shocking, you know what I mean? Let's, yeah.
3: let's wait till We see what happens to a freaking what, what was her name? Silent? Quiet? Quiet? Quiet, that's what it is.
1: Something must have happened to her beforehand to get her to dress all crazy and
3: smite yeah. people.
0: Uh,
3: we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so we've also been playing Infamous or... I'm still playing it but have played. We both beat it, right?
3: Oh yeah, I platened it.
1: You already platened it? What? That game, game
3: is so easy to platinum. I platened it two days ago.
1: <laughs> Holy shit.
3: It's the, it's the, it is like one of the easiest platinum trophies I've ever gotten. I've platinumed every other, every Infamous game so I knew as soon as this one was coming out I was going to platinum it. I was, I was surprised and amazed how easy it was to earn the Platinum on this game.
1: Now, do you think that's a downside, or did you enjoy that?
3: I enjoyed it. Cool. I mean, I was going to do it regardless, and I think this made it... I mean, I kind of like it was more challenging, but the hardest trophy to get in the first two Infamous games was finding all the fucking Blast Shards. That was difficult. They didn't, they didn't show up on your pause
4: menu map. You had to actually
3: use your your senses and your little uh, GPS map down the bottom right corner. You can only see so much of the map. You need to run around the entire thing using your GPS little sense thing to find like 200 blast shards. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. I remember spending hours losing my mind trying to scour every little <laughs> corner for the blast shards. But I did, it, I did it eventually and I was like, yeah, I finally fucking did it. In this one, all the, uh, the shards and all the collectibles show up right there in the map. It's much easier and you know streamlined to get to.
1: Hmm. I, with this game, I beat it, and then I realized how long I had been sitting there playing the game because <laughs> it only took me like I think three sit like sit down and play sessions. Yeah, um, that's what they're called, right? Sit down and play sessions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I and I, I had to peel myself away from the game because. Usually with the game, I'll start playing, and I get that kind of, like, fatigue of, like, okay, I've been sitting here for, like, three hours playing something, I gotta get up and eat something, or just take my eyes off the screen for a bit, you know, and I think that's lends to the game a little bit, like, if the game's kind of hard, or if it's, like, a dark game or something, but this one was so fun, and it's so great to, like, fly around the city so with the powers, beautiful. I, ha- I had to stop playing at certain points because I had real life budding in, like, oh, I gotta like, feed myself or I gotta <laughs> take a shower and go to work.
3: Oh, you see, that That was the thing with me. I don't have real life right now. I'm on the down end of getting out of my job. Nobody's really even expecting me to go into work and I don't live with anybody or anything, so. This is a perfect time for you to I play. I yeah. my time into that fucking game.
1: And what a great game to like, fill up your time too. Like that, I had such a blast. It's, it's super pretty too. Like, it is, It is next gen. Gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Did you find the uh, protagonist more interesting than, uh, what's his name? Cole. Cole. Cole McGrath. There's a few, there's a a couple
3: stores in this game and Second Son that are called Cole McGee's Electronics.
1: Yeah. (laughs) There's Cole McGee's Electronics. Um, There was that law office, uh, was it Sly McGrath? Mm Mm-hmm. And it had um, Sly Cooper's face in neon. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that was cool. I am um, the only the the one thing I didn't like about the game, or not that I didn't like. It was just kind of a kind of a bummer. Was that last power that you get? Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's um it's real fun. I, I really like it. It's probably my favorite one. Uh, it is cool. But you don't get it until the very like last boss fight, so you don't use it at all in the story. Huh. Only for the last boss fight, and you're learning the powers as you're fighting that last boss fight. So by the time you get the hang of your powers, the game's done. But it's an open world, and there's a lot more to do afterwards as far as like just clearing out the city of the, the bad guys and collecting everything. that You can still use it. I just wish that I had more time with it.
2: Yeah. So after you beat the game, it opens up, and you can kind of go back in and...
1: Yeah, it doesn't it do that shape. thing where like it brings you back to your last save or whatever. It's right. like the game's done, and then you go back in and like clear up the city. All right.
3: Now how did you feel
1: about the length of the game? I thought it was perfect. It wasn't too drawn out and I don't think it was too quick and the story didn't really meander. It was very like okay, I got to get into the city with my brother. We're going to get this power from this chick. and We're going to come back and save the uh, the Akomish. And that's basically how it played out. Like, you know, the story splintered up a bit and, you know, subplots were happening and they get sidetracked with doing crap, but it wasn't I think, I thought it was really tight, and I was really in it too, a lot more yeah. than the first two games.
3: It was it was tight. I do feel like there weren't too many side missions on the on the onset of playing the game. It is just kind of story mission, a story mission, a story mission, and every now and then you can go and do a a collectible or some type of short little thing. Yeah. But now they're they're still adding more to the game. Have you tried the paper trail mission?
1: I started it, and what I did was I did the first paper trail. Thing And that's like, okay, now you got to go to the um, infamouspapertrail.com and sign up. So I did that, but I, th- I didn't go any further with it.
3: Yeah, there's some more offline stuff, some more detective stuff you can do. I just think the, the idea of a person with paper power, I, I like it. Because I don't think you've seen that. There's actually an anime called Read or Die. And the movie version is actually a character who uses paper as her power. And she has a lot of cool neat stuff with paper. So I was like... Oh, that is cool. Hopefully I can do that in game.
2: How is paper a power? I... Well, here's the thing. They,
1: their powers are just material-based. Like, they can absorb materials. Like, Absorbing Man from Marvel, if you know him at all. They can absorb powers, or, like, elements or whatever, and then use those however they want. So, like, a- actually, there's an audio log that I found where they're explaining what powers they wanted to give to the bad guys. Because they all have uh, concrete powers.
3: Which I thought was a downside. (laughs) You didn't didn't like that? (laughs) I didn't like that. Well, there's a few... I've got a few complaints, and I'm going to cut you off in the middle of what you're talking about, but the... One of my complaints was that you only meet one type of conduit, and it's... Well, you only fight primarily one type of conduit, and it's the concrete bad guys. Whereas in the first one, you fight the... The guys with the crazy flame powers, and you fight the guys with the the metal powers, and you fight the guys with the uh, energy-type powers. The different gangs around the city. Yeah, I can see that. this it's just the dupe, and it's just the concrete. I I, want a little more variation in my enemies.
1: I actually kind of liked that, only because it was like, all your powers are a little more... mm, They're a little lighter... Like, you get, uh, I don't want to, like, ruin, like, what powers you get, but they're, like, you know, like, smoke, or along those lines, or, like, neon. You've seen those. Going up against concrete, they don't really do much. And I kind of liked that, that it's, like, concrete. Like the underdog? Yeah, yeah. So you're the underdog, and you're fighting a whole force of bad guys that have concrete powers, you know? <laughs> like, they're building up these massive structures out of concrete from the street, and you they're have to...
3: They're essentially geomancers, or earthbenders.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of like that and what I was saying before is um, they were mentioning in this audio log that they're f- trying to figure out what to give the bad guys the dupes what what powers they uh, you know experimenting with different powers they're like we try with wire like wi- like absorbing wire but there wasn't like enough and it didn't really do much then they tried glass the glass was too hard <laughs> drywall yeah, pretty much <laughs> and they're like oh let's try with water let's try with drywall let's try uh, hair you know <laughs> Uh,
4: Classic.
1: <laughs> I actually thought that was really cool, so it's like it's not like I have the power of water, it's like you have the power to absorb a certain element and then use that however you want, so it's not always the coolest thing, but it's just one thing you can absorb you know
3: i I like that they were attempting to use newer elements, modernized industrial elements yeah, yeah Re- rather than you, you have firepower and you have. Electro light, power, a laser mm-hmm. or electro, you have smoke and you have neon, or and like we mentioned, glass and concrete rather than rock, you have concrete power. Yeah, one thing I did yeah. not like is another thing I didn't like when you get or I'm spoiling this.
1: All right, screw okay. it, you get concrete powers at the end. I'm <laughs> just throwing you, you, it up there. You
3: get, you get concrete powers, but you can't <laughs> absorb the concrete from anywhere.
1: Yes, like on the that okay.
3: Absorb concrete from the concrete bad guys.
1: That pissed me off so much. I, huh. I, I really That's, wanted... I thought I was going to be able to stand on the street and like... And just get concrete from the street. Right. But now it's got to be from just the bad guys that you take
4: out. Hmm. Like when you're
3: fighting the last boss, you're, you're automatically regaining power. And I thought it was because, oh, well, there's concrete all around you. You must just, you must just be automatically absorbing essence of concrete into you to get your energy.
1: That's what I thought. So then I figured when I was running around on the street in the main game, I would just be gaining concrete from running around on the street.
3: Hmm. Yeah, and that's not how it is, which, which is pretty lame. Now, I've got a few other, um, few other things I didn't like about the game. Maybe you can help make sense of it or just agree with me, Tyler. Okay. I don't mean to cut you out too much, Ryan. I felt that the powers were too familiar. The way you run around, the animations don't really change all that much. You just kind of run around. You have a shoot. You have kind of a bomb. And then you have a melee. But they didn't really differentiate the powers too much. The third power bit is a little bit different, but I kind of felt they were all kind of the same thing in different colors.
1: You know, I kind of felt that way too. It's like you have smoke so you can dash, you can um, you know, shoot people, you can throw the smoke bomb, whatever. But yeah, when you get the neon, you kind of do the same thing, yeah. but you can run up walls now. So it's like they could have still added that into smoke.
3: Yeah, but. I mean, I felt like there was... Again, again this, these things don't ruin the game. No. just something I was kind of like, huh? Eh, well, I wish they were. have done that a little different. Same thing with the swimming. <laughs> with <laughs> water.
5: Yeah,
1: because yeah, like, once you hit the water, it's just... Pff, back to shore.
3: What? You it's can't like swim? It's like, no. It's not like it's a... Well, here's the thing. With Infamous 1 and 2, you have the electric power, so you can't touch water or else you can go short out.
1: I love that. You, like, run into a puddle and start shocking yourself.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this one, they don't give you that explanation, like, oh, because you're made of smoke, you'll, you know, dissipate or whatever, or because you're neon, you'll, you know, spread out or whatever. It's just, you land in the water. They don't even have a splashing of the of the, the water, really. You just kind of fall in like jello. There's a little bit of a ripple, and then you're stuck. You can't move around the water. And then yep. you only get the option of returning to the shore. To me, that felt like they they were creating this game. They are spending so much time making it look pretty, making sure it plays well. We just have to make sure this thing works. We don't need to
1: put too many furrows on there, so we're not even going to worry about making sure he can swim around. And you know what? I think they made the right choice.
3: They did. They did. So this, this, this also goes with, uh, why, doesn't he, why can't he use a gun? In Infamous 1 and 2, Cole couldn't use a gun because he had electric powers, and whenever he, no, if he gets in a car, the electric power will short out the car. If he holds a gun, the bolts will go off in his hand. They don't give you that explanation in Mist
1: 2. I almost feel like his character wouldn't use a gun, but on the same side, that's because I was playing the good side. If, he was playing, if I was playing the evil side, it would make sense for him to start picking up weapons and just blasting people because he wouldn't give a shit.
3: That's another thing. The game is really tailored towards being evil.
1: I actually was planning on playing evil first because I knew that everybody was going to be playing the good side, but then from the beginning of the story, I'm like... I just don't see him being evil at all. He's a nice it's, guy.
3: Right. The way the actual explanations work out, it's really, it really is meant more for an evil playthrough. The I mean, bad guys' motivations make a lot more sense when you've done the evil thing. Oh, really? Yeah, they really do. You'll see, I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but it, it, makes, it makes a lot more sense being evil in that
1: game. Now, is that part of getting to platinum to play through as an evil side?
3: Yes, you have to play through on evil on the extreme difficulty. And the extreme Ooh. difficulty is not difficult. Really? Really? It's still super easy.
1: Okay. I actually kind awesome. of felt like I, you can die kind of easily in that game uh, compared to the first two. Maybe it's just me, but I felt like... Um, I liked it, though. But I felt like... If you're getting shot by just one guy, you are in danger of dying.
3: Yeah, there is a little bit of that. You have to be a little bit smarter. You don't have the cool... You don't have all of the powers that Cole had at his disposal. you like more it, variations though. more elements, but not all the different tricks that Cole can do.
1: I liked it. Oh, and I liked um, the fact that you get that jumping power when you get concrete again.
3: Uh, oh, you can, yeah, that one that you always liked, the, the infamous two ice jump.
1: Yeah, you launch yourself off the ground. I thought that was great. And I was really yeah. glad to get that back.
3: <laughs> one of my biggest problems with this game, I mean, there were a few smaller things. I don't like how the GPS sh- or the, the map, you can't actually highlight different items in the map. You can only put a marker down. That's a small, small issue. Oh, I had no problems with that. My my issue, a big thing that really pissed me off is you. One of your first boss fights, you beat the what, what's her name, Augustine. Yep. She basically lures you into the spot, and she's like, "Hey, I, I hear that you can do neon now," and you're like, "What? I can't do neon." And then she tries to bait you into showing her your neon powers. And I thought, well, she she wants me to use my neon. I'm going to beat this guy. Well, I'm actually switching to Neon. And it took me a few, tr- few tries, but I did it. Huh. And it still acts as if you had used Neon throughout the fight. Oh, really? Really. It makes no difference. Well. I got so pissed off. That's it's, still just ah! a minor thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, I got, I, but in a game that's supposed to be about choice, I felt that if I had made, the, made that choice to not show her my Neon powers, it should at least give me a little something. Even if they forced me to have to use the neon in a cutscene afterwards, at least they could have acknowledged that I went through the entire fight without doing what she said, without using the neon.
1: For me, that the was... the choice thing in that game is such a secondary part. I, I mean, do they really? Yeah. Did they really like boast their yeah. mm, the the ability to choose your path in that game? Because remember in the first two, that was a big thing, and me and I remember yeah, playing yeah, it, going we'll
3: like, of a deal in the first two.
1: Yeah. So I mean. I felt like that was a secondary thing. Like, if they didn't even put choices in the game, I would have had just as much fun.
3: Yeah, I would have, but I wouldn't have replayed it.
1: True, I am going to replay it for the evil side, so.
3: It is good. Now, make sure you do the uh, Cole's Legacy missions so you get the cool Cole jacket.
1: Ooh, that is cool. Mm. Cool, all right. So, we are going to go to break, and then we're going to come back with some news. So why does covering Belson's hands make him powerless? <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> we'll be right
5: back. Let's I come from a small town, but it's filled with secrets. Happy like a sad clown, deeply steeped in regret. Headlights, yellow line, flying on the highway. Stop lights swinging in the night, guiding my way. I say, half of that which happens seems absurd motif in the imagery talk to me like fire and birds words seem so strange to an isolated juxtaposed and repeated by a creeper And I meet a lot of those come in a smoky
1: room what's up everybody back from the break um so now and now we got news so first up i got facebook just bought oculus rift for 2 billion dollars with a be you know,
3: i'm really sure everybody everybody's heard this
1: And that's why we're talking about it.
2: Two billion (laughs) dollars. So,
1: okay. This is crazy. Because it doesn't make sense as far as, like, just on the outset, like, just Facebook and Oculus Rift, like, what do they have to do with VR? So everyone's just kind of asking questions. There's a lot of speculation. No one really knows why they're doing it or what the plans are. So, there isn't too much information to give out other than they bought it, but it's exciting because I think they could add a lot of revenue, a lot of funding to Oculus Rift to make it a much bigger mainstream thing than it would have originally been But just you know Steam. Right. So I'm excited about it, but I'm looking more for the Morpheus, the PS4,
3: right,
1: which just got announced at GDC.
3: Awesome looks like you're, you know, one of the members of Daft Punk, or you are, you're in Tron. I like both those things.
1: Yeah, it's got the lights on, the front and the back.
3: And, and the difference from the Oculus Rift is that you can do full 360 degree virtual reality.
1: Yes. So in cool. Oculus Rift, you can't turn around completely. Mm-hmm. You can only turn, like, side to side, up to down, stuff like that. It doesn't have anything on the back as far as sensors, because it's just right there in the front. Right. So this, the Morpheus actually interacts with um, the PS4 camera because it's basically a move on your head now. Okay. So you can actually fully turn around, move around in your room, and it's still going to pick that up. Hmm. So it can actually now do a little bit more than the Oculus Rift, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
3: it's going to be strange, though. We're not sure if it's going to become bundled with the camera because I think less than a third of people who own a PS4 own a ps4 camera so and those are in pretty short supply i the think it's way outstripping
1: display. yeah i think yeah. it'll make sense to bundle it with the camera but i mean i already have the camera so it's gonna be nice to buy it cheaper
3: hopefully we have the option
1: yeah so this there's, there's no projected release date right it's just kind of just in got in announced
3: Sure, eventually we'll see maybe they'll announce more stuff at e3 this summer Definitely. I'm sure they will.
1: So, with Facebook owning Arcus Rift, do you think now there's just no possibility for it going to consoles?
3: It could still go to consoles.
1: Think so? Think
3: so? I mean, we'll see We'll see how PlayStation wants to handle it. PlayStation usually doesn't uh, restrict... Well, at least with their, their new open, open market idea things of letting all these indies in onto their their system, if they might think that they might create an adapter for the Oculus Rift, maybe, but the Oculus has been pretty, uh, pretty uh, adamant about PCs being the only way to do it.
1: Yep. yep. Uh, the technology
3: progresses too quickly for consoles. Consoles are, are stagnant, blah, 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 blah. So PS4 might just be Morpheus only, and Microsoft is going to do their own little thing, we'll see how that turns out.
2: It'll be interesting to see if Xbox follows suit with their own thing.
3: Yeah, they already said they have got something in the works. Really? Did they? Yeah. yeah, they said we. Oh, as soon as more was announced, Microsoft kind of chimed in. Oh, we also have <laughs> That's VR true. That's budget. true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I was just about to ask that because now PCs have their VR. Now PS Four has their VR. So Xbox is kind of left uh, out in the cold. So it makes sense that they're going to come out and have something. Right. Do so you think maybe E three they might announce something? Most Microsoft? likely.
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're going to announce their VR at E three. I don't know if they have it that ready yet.
1: Think it would be too soon?
3: Might be. I think I think with Xbox with Microsoft they're they're going to uh reestablish themselves at E three. They're gonna start talking about how they're they, they've remade they've redone their their Microsoft ID dependent game system and now they're they're opening themselves to all these independent developers. That's what they're going to focus on, like PS4 did last year.
1: So I I think maybe, I think PS4 is almost in trouble, only because they started off real strong. But they haven't really done much since then, as far as, like, games. Like, I think Xbox One has a better library right now.
3: I mean, they've got almost the same, Ah, you know what? Titanfall just came out.
1: Yep. Titanfall's a big system seller for Xbox One that, now.
3: That's the one that really tips it. I mean, yeah, they have almost all the same different, like, the EA games and the Ubisoft games. Sony ha- or PS4 just came out with Infamous Second Son, which is, which is awesome, but Titanfall is, is,
4: uh, has a bit more playability. <laughs> I say a bit more. Understatement. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. Any online shooter has way more of a lifespan than a single-player, like, adventure game. Right. Like, infamous.
3: I think they're, they're both still pretty low on games.
1: True. I mean, yeah. they're in their infancy is it, for yeah. their the lifespan of the console.
2: They, seem to, they, they launched a relatively short amount of time ago, so there was always going to be this kind of lull period in the spring.
1: Well, here's a question it's... for you, Ryan. You don't have a PS4 or, or an Xbox One. What game do you think is going to come out on the PS4, or, or the Xbox One if you're, if you're leaning that way? What do you think is going to come out that's going to get you to buy the system.
2: <laughs> well, I'll probably end up picking a PS4 up because I do want to play Final Fantasy XIV on it when that eventually ends up coming to PS4 in April? Yeah. Late April? Yeah. April 21st, I believe?
3: April 14th, if you're just buying it straight-out since you already have a PS3 account, you'll be able to get it on April 11th. All That's right. right,
2: so I do want to pick it up for that, but if that wasn't an option, um, I would say... think Destiny, maybe? Destiny or, uh, this isn't going to happen before Destiny, but Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I about I that. am so excited about that fucking game. There's like nothing out about it yet, but the fact that DICE is doing it, I'm excited. I think it's going to be pretty fucking cool.
3: I, DICE feel feel Faith I actually they get too. a chance to stop and put time into a solution. It doesn't end up being the fucking <laughs> the turd that uh, Battlefield 4 started out as.
2: Mm. Yeah, I've been hearing bad things about that.
3: Well, it was, who just talked about it, um, the, the creator of um, Abe's Odyssey, Oddworld, Ooh. he was just talking about how he's done working with big publishing companies, and he used uh, Battlefield 4 and EA as an example of just this, these shitty companies putting out these products because they, they need to please their shareholders and how DICE, they, these guys have been busting their ass trying to get this out and working on it so hard, and they have this beautiful idea of this beautiful game they had to ship unfinished because fucking EA had to fucking, oh, well, we just need it out right now in time, and we want to get the fucking the shares.
1: That seems to be like a running trend. Like, Ken Levine just did that, too.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Fuck em. Yeah. Now with independent gaming and all these, different, all these different developers and people you know studying their own thing, we're going to see some pretty interesting games coming out.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of games coming out... The Last of Us is coming out on PS4. You like that segue? Oh, you see that expert yeah, segue? There
2: you, there? there you go. Pretty good. <laughs> very
3: well done. Very well done. <laughs> thank so you. Thank you. So the Last of Us. Um, well, Tyler, are you going to be buying it on PS4?
1: I really don't know. Like, I just found out about this today. Yeah, me too. And and I played through The Last of Us a couple of times already. Now I played oh, you've Left. Bu-
4: it more than once.
1: Yeah. Um, well, okay, no, I I beat it once, and I started playing through on the, um, survival mode, where you don't have the listening, uh, skill. Uh,
2: That
1: sounds like a bitch. It's hard, but it actually, I think it really gets you more into the story, well, maybe not the story, but more into, like, the, um, the, the tense, like... Oh yeah, absolutely. survival. Yeah, because you, now you're actually like, so you don't have listening. Magic,
2: psychic powers, and you can tell where <laughs> everyone is.
1: <laughs> yeah, now you now like when I was playing it that way, I actually turned up the volume, was listening with my real ears, yeah, <laughs> and looking for real signs of life, you know, and, and it makes it so much more uh, like palpable fear, you know.
3: Yeah,
1: but well, um. Hey, it's, gonna
3: be, it's gonna be good. It's Last of Us, and Last of Us have, has already done so much with a comic oh my God. and. All the uh, different awards, the excellence in, in in a gay and lesbian character awards, all the different game of the year awards. They they've already confirmed. I mean, the the, the games shipped over six million copies. Woof. Mm-hmm. It's I'd say so. As as a Nintendo DS's Animal Crossing, which shipped seven million. I don't know how that works.
1: <laughs> okay. So so that being said, I don't know if I'm gonna get it because. Right now, all it's boasting is it's going to have some enhanced graphics, which is cool. And it's going to come with all the DLC. But I don't know if that's enough for me to go back and play it, because it's already a masterpiece. It's already a 10 in my book, and most people's books. I don't really see the point, unless I hadn't played it already, to play it on PS4. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: If there was a significant amount of new content for it, then I might feel more compelled. But at this point... I played the game. I enjoyed it. Would I really want to play it through again for better graphics?
3: I don't know about that.
2: Yeah, me too.
3: And it's it's still pretty fresh in our minds. I mean, the game came out last year, mm-hmm. right? So it's not that it's not old enough to get like an HD re release, like Shadow of the Colossus and ICO did.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, maybe if one day down the road I finally sell off my PS three and all my old games, I might get it just to play it again. But then again, there's PS, uh, the PlayStation, uh, was it? Now? Now. Yeah. Yeah. Which they already said that's like one of the first games I'm going to be able to stream on it, so mm-hmm. I don't even see if I you need really to need do to. that. i yeah. just rent it again if I feel like
3: playing it. Right. I guess if you don't have uh, PlayStation Now or if you don't uh, you want to actually
4: own the game, like you were stating, people who don't, who, some weird
3: people who didn't buy the first one, PlayStation 3, and didn't buy the first one or didn't buy it when it first came out.
1: Freaks. <laughs> yeah,
3: weird people. You know what this really might be? I mean, the PS4 is going to be coming out. More people are going to have access to that. And they've already confirmed the Last of Us movie.
1: Yes, that's right.
3: That is in development. So they, when the movie comes out, they're going to, they might put a sale on, hey, the game is here too. Watch the movie. Play the game.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I think, I think it's a good idea. I think it's great that it's coming out on PS4. I just feel like if you had already played it, it's probably not really worth it. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, Trey. What do you got? Uh, well, we were talking about. I, I mentioned these, these
4: developers or these game people. They're they're going out and doing. They're doing their own thing.
3: Like I'm, I'm trying to get this out. Disney Interactive. They just let go of seven hundred employees. Ooh, seven hundred. This is actually a couple of weeks ago that they did this, and I'm like, oh my god, how are they gonna? How are they gonna let loose? You know, 700 employees when you know Disney Infinity's come out and it's still making them money it's Disney's versions of you know Sky- Skylanders
4: mm-hmm.
3: it's cash in pocket real easy but then I read that it's actually the people from their social games and their mobile games that are getting cut oh uh-huh. and <laughs> I guess I'm a horrible person because I instantly not like oh okay well whatever
1: <laughs> I kind of just did that myself like oh mobile <laughs> <laughs> But it's still yeah, 700 people's livelihoods. <laughs> yeah, you know? that
3: does blow. And then this also, Sony, this month, or, yeah, this month, they've, they've been letting so many things. Jack Shretton has stepped down as president and CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment America. Yep. Remember him, the guy who dropped the mic at a, what was it, E3 or one of the all-access all-access <laughs> interview or whatever?
1: Yeah, he gave, like, a one-two punch to Microsoft and dropped the mic. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's stepping down, he's leaving, he's doing his own thing at the end of March, and now Sony is, they're, 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 they're doing a lot of layoffs with, with a lot of different companies, a lot of these international companies, too. Sony Santa Monica, the developer who, who you know, did God of War, Yep. well, with the last God of War didn't sell too well, and now about 60 people got laid off around there. Lots of long-term projects are being canceled there. Oof. So, that's not cool. Um, and Seth Killian was working with them, and he's, uh, he's leaving. Seth Killian is, is well-known in the fighting game community. Okay. Uh, he, worked with, he worked with Capcom. He helped sponsor the Evolution Tournament, which is the world's biggest fighting game tournament. Mm-hmm. He's so great that Capcom made a boss character after him.
1: Ah, <laughs> nice.
3: Yeah. And... So now yeah, he's gone? Gorilla Cambridge... They lost a bunch of people. London Studio lost a bunch of people. And it's it's weird that they're... It's all at all one time. Sony's losing a lot of employees.
1: Now, is this indicative of something? Are they gearing up for something? Are they trying to trim the fat for some reason? Are they, like,
3: losing yes, money? Like they might be trimming the fat for their, the beginning of their next fiscal year, which is in April. And they did something very similar in 2012 when the Vita uh, came out.
1: Now, so, it may not necessarily be a bad sign, then. It could just be... The way they're running things.
3: Yeah, it could be. Well, we'll see. It just makes me sad. Like, oh, all these people lose their jobs. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, it doesn't impact, you know, the future of uh, Sony's gaming too much. Like, at least negatively, anyways.
2: Yeah. They probably don't think so. So.
3: But hey, like, uh, you know that game Drive Club. Was anybody excited about that? Nope. Either of you guys?
2: What's Drive Club? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was supposed to be a launch title for the PS4 uh, along yeah. with Watch Dogs, and both of them got delayed. Really? Yeah.
3: Yeah, and it was. Drive Club was delayed so they could put a little more work on it, but then the guy who actually came up with Drive Club, I forget his name, he actually just left the studio that was making Drive Club. Whoa. Revolution. Yeah, and now Drive Club's been delayed indefinitely. <sighs> hmm.
1: I would say that's sad, but I don't really care too much. I mean
2: looking all that forward to it, so
1: I'm not a big racing (laughs) game
3: guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, but he's gonna go off and do his own thing, and a lot of these different companies are doing their own thing, and these brand new games coming out are all looking pretty looking pretty awesome. I mean have you guys heard of uh, Planet's Cube?
2: No. I think I did hear something about that.
1: Planet's Cube? Planet's Cube. It's it's spelled out planets and then to the third power. Oh cube duh. Well it's
2: cube. Plants cube. Weird. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's weird. But it what? looks like the successor to Minecraft. It looks like the sequel to Minecraft.
2: Right, one of those voxel based games.
3: Yeah, it's Minecraft, but it's it's all instead of pixels, it's all voxels.
2: More of a sci-fi theme to it. Okay. I don't um, wanna I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna
1: break away too much off of the subject, but what are voxels? I keep hearing this and I don't understand.
3: <laughs> They're 3D pixels.
1: Uh, okay. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I'm sorry. I don't.
3: Okay. Well, you know, pixels are the building blocks of games, right? Yes. But in order to make 3D objects, they take a whole bunch of pixels and then they put them together to make something in 3D.
1: Okay, so they take pixels and they put it like on a wire frame to make it look 3D, right?
3: Something like that, yeah. Okay. Well, voxels already come in 3D.
1: So they're 3D. It's like the DNA of the game is now made up already 3D
3: of 3D parts. Yeah, okay, okay. Like that that's why everything was uh, in those little 3D blocks on a uh, resogun.
1: Right. Uh-huh. That looks so yeah. cool.
3: Yeah, so they're doing the same. So now you're going to have a bunch of voxels for this new Minecraft game Planets Cube. And okay. it's got the same type of Minecraft build your own house and stuff. There's a lot of exploring, there's there's a lot more RPG elements mixed into it. Your character can level up. You can learn different crafts and jobs that you learn from NPCs you meet around the world. Cool. And there's, there's custom vehicles. Vehicles? You can build yourself and customize, yes. Okay, or so... helicopters, things of that nature. Holy
1: shit. Okay, so can you, like, break down resources like in Minecraft and then from yes. recipes you build your own vehicles? Yes. Oh, man and customize your own weapons oh swords stuff they,
3: they they showed a little custom editor of this guy creating his own weapon how he wanted to look in colors and everything looked really awesome there is elder scrolls style leveling so the more you jump the better you get at jumping the more you run the better you get at running the more you mine the better you get at mining oh man and there's more than one world
1: oh like um, world? like, like,
2: like uh, procedurally generated
1: worlds like, what was it? Star... Starbound. Starbound. Yeah, just like Starbound. But so you can actually, from the planet you start off on, which is a big cube,
2: you huh. can see at night, you can see the other cube planets that you can fly to once you build your starship. Dude! This yeah.
1: sounds like... Pretty cool.
3: I'm not pretty a big Minecraft cool. fan, but this game got me excited.
1: I'm already yeah. a Minecraft fan huge fanboy yep like a- any game that boasts like a crafting system like minecraft I'm um, instantly interested in yep so this sounds no. right up my alley
3: planets cube was actually it's on kickstarter okay so it's not going to be out the beta is going to be in like a year oh. and then the actual game will be out with a year and a half or two. Oh, years. I
1: wish you hadn't told me about it then I'm getting all hyped
3: you. up for <laughs> it <laughs> Sorry, you can still go to Kickstarter and look it up. I think that the actual Kickstarter promotion is actually still going on, so if you wanted to get a beta key or whatever, you could. I didn't see that it was anywhere near its goal for hitting PS4, so I actually haven't invested in it yet.
1: I just might do- uh, donate, so that sounds great. So it's, it's just fight, PC
2: at this point?
3: Right now it's just PC and Steam uh, Greenlight. That makes sense. But if, it, if I go back, cause I haven't checked it in like a week, but if I go back and it's still going on and it's close to its PS4 uh, goal... Then I'll put some money down for
1: when a PS4 version happens. Yeah. Why not? I think I'll just have to play Starbound in the meantime. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, cannot wait for that Starbound to come. will
3: come up first, and then we'll move
1: into 3D Starbound, which is what Planets
3: Cube going to be. Nice. <laughs> cool. Um, on the comics front, when we still keep going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mean if you guys use Comixology?
1: Yeah, time to time.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't know if you got the email, but a couple weeks ago, Comicsology was hacked. No. Oh.
1: Yeah, so go ahead and reset your password in Comixology. Okay.
3: There, There's that. Uh, do
1: you hear that, listeners? Reset your password.
2: So
3: yeah.
2: Hacks, mods, hacks. Hacks, 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 mods. <laughs> now,
3: Kyler, um, do you know Craig Kyle and Chris Yost?
1: I know Chris Yost. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, I know them both.
3: Yeah, they did, they did X-Force.
1: Yes, great X-Force. They, well, they,
3: they did X-Force, and they, they made my favorite run on X-Force. Yeah. And a lot of so, uh, people gloss over it, and they always go to the Rick Remender X-Force, but I like their run.
1: Now, which one was their run? Just real quick.
3: Their run was the run that happened after uh, Messiah Complex.
1: Okay, where, that's my favorite spot there. Yes. Cyclops said, okay, enough of this shit. We have
3: to start killing people who are trying to kill us. Wolverine, get a hit squad going, start murdering.
5: That
1: was the start of Scott Summers being a really interesting character to me.
3: And the art and all those issues, the, uh, the writing wasn't super deep and everything. It wasn't this huge Jonathan Hickman type conspiracy thing, but it was simple enough and it was always entertaining. I guess you can call it popcorn type fun, even though it was yeah. pretty great at some point. But it was always fun to read. Wolverine and the crew running through all these bigots, just murdering them, which I could, I could read and watch that forever. The pacifiers, right? Pacifiers, the... Uh, all the undead people that came back in the There's a, there's right. a lot of different mutant Hayden dudes they killed.
1: So they're doing. So these guys are doing a new book.
3: These guys are taking the rings of Amazing X Men from Jason Aaron.
1: Ooh, hmm. that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> huh? yeah.
3: Jason Aaron's going to be working on Original Sin, which I mentioned in the last podcast. Right, I'm
1: excited about that. Yeah. Since you mentioned Original Sin in the last podcast, I got back into reading Marvel, and I'm. Finishing up Infinity, I uh, just got caught up in, well, I'm almost caught up in Nova, and I'm getting caught up in uh, Superior, getting up to the return of Peter Parker.
3: Nice. Yeah, that, that... Uh, issue 30 just came out, so I think Issue 31 is the last Superior issue.
1: I'm, I think,
3: the last period? Superior, yes. If I'm Superior, it will turn into Amazing.
1: I'm kind of sad to see him go, but I can't believe I'm saying that. Like when I first heard about Doc Ock taking over uh, Peter Parker's body, I'm like, "Well, this bullshit and stupid comic storyline." Right. But it's written so well, and the the characters are great, and the things that Doc Ock has been doing as Spidey is so fun to read. Yeah. That um and I, and I think it's good timing. He was, he was there long enough to make a big impact. It was fun to read, but I think he's. Run his course, and I'm I'm excited to see Peter Parker come back.
3: I liked Superior because it was it was something brand new, and you can tell there were going to be consequences. Yeah, we know that Peter when, when Peter Parker had his run, they weren't really going to do too much with Peter Parker. Even when he died, we knew he was going to come back. We don't know what the what the events are going to happen with Doc. O, if he could do anything could happen. Yeah, and that's why I thought Superior was the so interesting.
1: And the and fact that we get to now see Peter Parker dealing with the fallout
0: from all, that. all of
3: that. Right. And speaking of Peter Parker, Spider-Man fallout and all that, there's a new Spider-Man event that's been announced for this fall. Segway. <laughs> and it's the teaser that's been released. have been called every single one. It's and called every single one. Every single one. That's been the teasers. And there's been a bunch of outlines of a bunch of spider characters. Okay. And it looks like it's going to be a comic series thing, miniseries called Spider-Verse. And it has every single version of Spider Man created in it. Whoa. That's a lot, too. different realities and everything. It's a whole lot. There's actually a really cool poster available that you can see that's got all of them on there. It looks neat.
1: Oh my God. I got to get that from my roommate. He would love that.
3: And uh, it looks like Morlon. Do you remember him from the other storyline?
1: Morlon. Is he the one that killed Peter Parker?
3: Yes. In the other storyline. Yes. I said, I said it earlier, like, the other storyline, when really it is the other
1: storyline. <laughs> the storyline called The Other.
3: Oh, the Other, yes. When Where... Peter Parker died and he came back with uh, organic webbing and a bunch of new powers. Which was awesome. Yeah. It looks like Moreland is the villain in this one, and he's going around and he's finding all these other Spider-Men. Spider-Man, I think it's 1602, and Steel
1: Spider, Iron Spider, uh, Miles Morales. Do they have um, Noir Spider? Nice. All of them. Man spider. spider? Yep. Oh Man shit. <laughs> see this picture? It looks crazy. I'm hopefully, gonna look that hopefully, up. It's, hopefully it's a fun it's not just a gimmick and hopefully it is a good read. Cool, yeah.
4: And they've also been announcing a lot of these solo series. Magneto's
3: got his own series, mm. Nightcrawl is getting his own series, Cyclops is getting his own series, which I think is a first.
1: That kind of sounds a little gimmicky, though, having all these people it, getting their own stuff.
3: Yeah, it does. A lot of these... I mean, Marvel's been doing this all new, all new now. And <laughs> so all these series are getting these new number ones, when really they're not the new number one.
1: Get now, but, now. <laughs> now point one. Anybody,
3: Even more to, now. <laughs> Is there anybody you'd like to see get
1: their own solo? <laughs> Did I want to see get their own solo?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Um not Wolverine because uh there's so <laughs> fucking many of them. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> He's wow. already got
1: like 5. Yeah. Um I don't think there's anybody right now at, is Taskmaster still going cuz I w- I want to read his solo book.
3: Um no, that was a mini series that ended after like 5 issues or 4.
1: I think I would like to see him with a full-fledged book completely all together. Um
3: You mean ongoing?
1: Yes. Um but here's the thing. Uh I don't really know anybody that doesn't have one that would like to see one now, but it did just read Moon Knight number one. Oh, the
3: Warren Ellis one?
1: Yes. Really, really good. I think you would like it. I think you should pick Ah, it up. Ah, Warren
3: Ellis, you fucking fantastic bastard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The the way they draw Moon Knight looks really cool, too. It's a nice, like, jumping-on point, because it's, you know, number one, so they kind of... They do a little bit of, like, exposition, like, this is what he did, this is where he comes from, this is him now.
3: Yeah, but the issue with that is, Warren Else does a fantastic job, and he'll do like two, two volumes of it, which is going to be like six to twelve
1: issues, and then he'll leave, just like he left us in Thunderbolts. And then someone else will pick it up, and it won't be as good.
3: Yep, I don't know if I can bear that, that loss again.
1: I don't know, man, for the time being, don't it's going to be great.
3: Me, <laughs> don't leave
2: me! I guess it's better to have a little than none. Exactly. Mm. I think
1: you should read his run on it while he's doing it, because at least issue one anyways is really cool.
3: Moon and night. All right, I guess you're right. Yeah, I had a few video game things coming up I wanted to run through, but you said you wanted to save that for later?
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll do do an upcoming after the uh, break. So, uh, Ryan, what you got here?
2: Well, uh, on the front of Star Wars Episode 7, Casting Rumors... Yeah, more came out, like, probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago, so it's not in brand new news, but we haven't talked about it yet. Variety posted a short list of five actors that are being considered for the male lead of the movie. Um... With Variety being the one that posts this rumor, it it gives it a little more credence because Variety doesn't usually rumor monger like this. It's not like, you know, latinoreviews.com. You know what I mean? So they
1: kind of vet their information. Yeah.
2: So uh, on the short list, they have uh, Jesse Plemons, who's been talked about, who's been rumored for this movie for a long time, from Breaking Bad. Uh, they have John Boyega, who was in that Attack the Block movie. Did anyone see that? I haven't heard of that,
3: no. I heard of it, but I didn't watch it. Um, Did aliens Attack the Ghetto?
2: Yeah. 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 It's an English movie, I believe.
3: British. Yes. Um,
2: but he actually has just been rumored recently to be up for a role in the new Terminator reboot slash sequel slash whatever the hell they're doing with that weirdness. <laughs> Can you just give me one second? <laughs> oh, <laughs> excuse me I'm just got to that out. I'm sorry, go ahead, uh, and then they have uh, Ed Spielers, who's currently on downtown Abbey, downtown <laughs> Abbey. okay, excuse me, excuse me downtown, you know that show downtown Abbey just popped right out, you're like, oh my, I got the vapors. <laughs> the um major. they have a uh uh, Ray Fisher, who is a theater actor, don't know much too much about him, and Matthew James Thomas, who has just been playing Spider-Man in that Spider-Man Broadway show, oh Turn my Off God. the Dark. Is that still running? No, I think it, no, just, ended ended. it just ended recently.
1: Just ended recently? Everybody
2: lost. Yes. Nobody came out a winner. No,
1: yes. I heard it was real bad. Yeah. Apparently, were were know,
2: people like hurting themselves?
1: Yeah, or, like breaking it. legs and stuff. Like that's my
3: question. This guy going for the Star Wars? Is he, he going to play Darth Vader so he can have cyborg legs that <laughs> takes? trying to swing around for the theaters and on Broadway?
2: These are uh, these are for the male lead, the male Jedi lead, who is interestingly not going to be a child of Han and Leia or Luke Skywalker. That's kind of cool. It's, it's interesting, because I figured, you know, Star Wars being kind of a family-centric story the way that it's been, it's interesting that they're not going forward with that. Apparently, uh, their offspring will be involved in the story some way, but they're going to be in the background?
3: Okay. So Kane is going to show up and... Hey, I'm
2: hot! I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they'll... Uh, you know, the EU is in real flux state right now. No one really knows, like, what they're keeping, what they're throwing away... I fully believe that they'll probably keep some things, but the broad strokes of what's been happening in the EU for the last I don't know twenty years or whatever is probably going to get thrown out. Now, are they leaning
1: towards any one of these guys in particular, or is it just here's the list of potentials?
2: It's just the it's just the the five kind of like short list essentially, allegedly. Okay. It is still a rumor at this point, so um, it's all still tentative. Uh, the. Probably the most exciting rumor, for me at least, is for the female lead. Apparently, they've been talking to Lupita Nyongo, who just won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for 12 Years a Slave. Okay. Which I saw, and. Uh, oh, you saw that? Yeah. She's. And everybody phenomenal. has
3: to love it, or else they're racist.
2: <laughs> well, I did love it, so. Um, She is really, really phenomenal in that movie, and if she was going to be in this movie, that's a pretty big get for them. Cool. So I'm hoping that turns out to be true because she's pretty great.
3: Oh wow,
2: she's hot. She hot. is hot. Are you I looking her up her right now? Up on, uh, on
3: Google, she's like
2: she is a beautiful African woman. Hot. She's a beautiful woman, and and it's a good, it's a good sign too because uh, with a lot of these casting rumors, you know, you can tell that they're going for a very Diverse cast with this new trilogy, which is—it's cool. Um, yeah, that's it's
1: cool. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's not all uh, uppity white British
2: people. Not white people. Well, there'll probably be a lot of British people, but <laughs> as per usual with Star Wars, they'll probably be the bad guys.
1: Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> by the way, I'm not saying all British people are uppity. Just the people cast in yeah, Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that. Cool.
1: All right, well, that was well, the news.
3: That was the news. Oh, wait, there was one thing I wanted to add. Okay. So, in continuation with the, uh, the whole King saga.
1: Ugh. Uh, yeah, oh, the King, King saga. saga, I get it. Yeah, we, we mentioned last time the, the mobile game company King.
3: They, they put the trademark on the word candy and on the word saga, and they, they lost both of those fucking... Good. Those, those trademarks, because they got so much bad press, they were just kind of like, oh, "Okay, we'll stop, we'll stop." Yeah, they Good. just kind of
2: withdrew, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah, them.
3: Yeah, but uh, they've uh, they had their first day uh, of trading on the New York Stock Exchange. Okay. And it went terribly. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, their stock started at twenty two uh, twenty two thousand fifty cents. It never rose. Instead, it just slowly fell down. And by the end of the day, it retreated to $19, which is a 15% fall, Ooh. which was a pretty big, you know, first day, it should be rising, right? Yeah, right, right. Dude, it just showed up, and people were like, oh yeah, those guys fucking suck. And then they, nobody invested in it, and yeah, they lost 50% of their
2: money. Well, not only that, C- Candy Crush has been around for a, quite a while, and none of their other games, at least at this point, are really blowing up the same way Candy Crush did, so... I mean that might have a little bit to do with it as well, and even that—that's just a rip-off of other games that have already been. Right. It's bejeweled with candy. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah, social games are are all in flux. Anyways, it's all kind of faddish right now. Local. Yeah. It's actually a yeah. downslope of the fad now. Good. And you know when we all remember Zynga and all their different bill games and how big yeah. okay they were, and now we're where the fuck are they at now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Being run by the guy that used to run um, the Xbox. <laughs> or Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> The idiot guy who focused focused Microsoft the new game console on TV and sports. Yes, yes. TVs, hey, TV, want, TV, TV, TV. Sports. You can play 360.
1: three hundred and sixty. hmm mm-hmm. Oh man, do you remember that whole? Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, I do.
1: Oh, you, you can't get online. Too bad. Get it a <laughs> get no. a three hundred and sixty.
3: Yeah, deal with it.
1: Yeah, that's what, hashtag deal with it. Oof. <laughs> who says that?
3: <laughs> I just wanted to mention that. Campaign. yeah,
1: fuck them and that was the news and we're gonna take a break and come right back um, with some closing shit some upcoming stuff so stick with us Still with us. Oh, that's nice. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Um, so now we have our upcoming stuff. So, first up, Captain America Winter Soldier. That is super exciting. It's a sequel, obviously, to Captain America, and it's coming out April 4th, which is next Friday. So we're not going to mention it. If we do an episode next week, uh, like early next week, we probably won't mention it. But maybe we'll do a spotlight episode on it afterwards or something. Sure, sure. Oh, Do you want be cool if we like, all went to the movies and saw it? And then we talked about it on Saturday night? That could be
5: cool. That could be cool. Might do
3: that. It would be cool. I mean, we're probably going to focus on the one plot point we didn't like. Like we did when we talked about the Wolverine. And we spent an hour saying the Silver Samurai sucked.
1: <laughs> well, that was actually in our older yeah. podcast. On irreverent news. Yeah, but um, let's try to stick to the positives. We'll 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 do negative stuff, but I have a we'll feeling this movie. Accentuate the is, positive. Yeah, I, I have a feeling this movie is going to be real real good. So preliminary uh, reviews so far have been very positive. Yeah, because it's already out yeah. in England, right? In in Europe, all of
3: Europe, uh-huh. I think. I think it's out internationally in some places.
1: why is it not here? His name is Captain America. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: What about America? You know what's really interesting? They actually showed a, a bunch of people in this marathon race in China dressed as Captain America. Really? did see that. Superheroes. And I was like, oh, that's fucking great.
1: That is cool. Because
3: well, you're never going to see an American dressed as China Man.
1: China Man? Wow, you're dated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, also, we have American Horror Story Freak Show, which just got announced. Uh, if you can't tell from the title
2: of the thing... It's going to be centered around a freak show. Yes, yes, in Florida, I guess. It's going to be in Jupiter, Florida, set in the 50s, which... So, Ryan, you're not excited about this, right? Uh, I, I mean, the idea so far, it's not really getting me all that jazz. It's just not grabbing you, the no. freak show thing? I thought last season was
5: terrible.
1: I liked it. I haven't finished it yet, terrible. though. I'm like two-thirds of the way through it, uh, so I have to get caught up and finish it, but I really liked it. Not compared to season two though. Season two was awesome, phenomenal. But um, I don't know. It could be cool. Uh, I like freak show stuff. I think the idea is kind of like already creepy, and then whatever weird supernatural shit they're gonna throw in there is gonna make it even creepier. It could end up being goofy though. So who knows? Yeah. But uh, that's coming out this fall. No um, set premiere date yet. So keeping the ear out for that. Uh, Dreb, what you got?
3: Specifically video games coming out. Um, Fez has just released. That was released in the 25th. I've been playing that. It is pretty fun, pretty neat. It's, on, it's a cross-buy game, so you can buy that on PS4, PS3,
1: and Vita and save and transfer or save between them very easily. I've already done it. Is it out on uh, Xbox at all?
3: Fez came out on Xbox like two years ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm behind.
3: Yeah. And when Xbox and PC, because of Xbox like exclusivity for consoles, it wasn't able to come to PlayStation consoles forever. Oh, Okay. So, but now it has been released on these, on uh, PlayStation systems, and the Vita and the PlayStation 4 do have special touch stuff. That's cool. Where you can actually swipe on the touch screen and the touchpad to change perspective or uh, look around the map.
1: That's the one, uh, it's 2D, but then you can, like you said, switch perspective. Rotate
3: and, the... Yeah, you can rotate the map yeah that's so cool board, angle perspectives, it, it's a neat little game it's a good game
1: that sounds like it'll work really well with the touchpad
3: hmm. yeah um the mercenary kings which I mentioned before yeah, yeah. April, April 1st April I'm 1st very much looking forward to this game
1: I will play that with you because that sounds yeah. awesome
3: it's got Borderlands style upgrading looks like metal Slug side-scrolling gameplay shoot em up it's got the same animation as the Scott Pilgrim game. Awesome! Which I fucking loved. It's got split-screen co-op, which is whoa! No games do that anymore. So, so strange. people can play on the same TV. I think at least two, maybe four. I know at least two.
1: That's good. It might be a good uh, game to play with my roommates.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. can you can come, come over to and play, play it. have yeah, I mean, all the supports. And uh, Elder Scrolls is coming out shortly. The new, I don't know if you were into that LL. Right!
4: right
1: that's right! The I kind of forgot online. about that thing. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's uh, so the release online. date on that?
3: Ah, shit. I want
2: to say April 4th, but I'm the not sure on that. The PC version starts soon. but... Is that before the console? The console, console version? version's not going to be till this summer, I believe? Ooh, okay. That could be right.
3: I'm, I'm not completely sure. But that is a game coming out here soon, I guess. Okay. And. That's, oh yeah, Child of Light.
1: I don't even know what that is. Mm-mm.
3: Child of Light is Ubisoft's JRPG. O to JRPGs. You cool. play as a princess who, you know what, I totally forget the plot, but it looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it, lo- it looks, I mean, you've got like a little, a little creature with you or something. It looks very beautiful. It looks very artsy-fartsy, and it looks like solid gameplay. Okay. And I'm looking forward to it. If you mm-hmm. like JRPGs, turn-based battling, anything like that, it looks like a better version of all those games.
1: Now, is this another downloadable title, or is this going to be this, uh, retail? This is a downloadable title. This will be on the PS4, and I want to say Vita, but I'm not sure. Cool. I know it's going to be on PS4. I, uh, I think I have a newfound appreciation for JRPGs after uh, beating South Park. South Park. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I might check that out.
3: Yeah. and there's also some other stuff. I mentioned Dive Kick Edition Edition, that's coming to PS4 here soon. <laughs>
1: that sounds hilarious.
3: <laughs> we talked about Final Fantasy fourteen coming to PS4. Yep. Uh Kickbeat is going is going Kickbeat Special Edition is coming to PS4. And I want to warn everybody to not buy it. Really? Don't buy it. Why? Just go go find something else to do. Go spend your ten dollars on ten tacos or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do love tacos. Tacos game. do it's sound pretty good.
3: And it sounds like an amazing premise, but it's supposed to be, it's like a rhythm based game like the old Guitar Heroes or Harmonix's Frequency and Amplitude and stuff. Pa-rappa the rapper. You rappa the rapper, Jammer <laughs> that stuff. <And laughs> you play as a dude and eventually a chick and you, you fight baddies to the rhythm of these songs.
4: To
2: the rhythm of the night?
3: Yeah, but. A cool idea, except for the fact that none of these songs have any fucking rhythm. It's a bunch of goddamn new metal Ooh. and horseshit rock that does, does not give you any sort of beat to work with.
1: A lot of like butt rock stuff?
3: A lot Ooh. of like butt rock stuff. Chin rock? <laughs> I mean, butt stuff. it's okay if you like some of that stuff, but I'm not gonna kung fu fight a Papa Roach, okay?
1: <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. Are you telling people not to play this just because of the song selections?
3: I'm people not to play this because I didn't like the game. That's <laughs> it. If you really love new, a lot of this butt rock stuff and you want to kung fu fight to it, go ahead. I think the, the thing demo's going to come out. demo's already available on PS3. Go ahead and try it. Hmm. But I tried it. I tried the demo. I was like, oh, the, the demo song is this crazy techno song. And I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. And the rest of the fucking songs are bullshit, horseshit rock, like shitty,
4: like rap metal. Not good rap metal, shitty rap metal songs. Huh.
3: And it's it's really it's this fucking painful. Huh. But there's that one. When
1: I think of rap <laughs> yeah. metal, all I can think of is like kid rock. Ooh. Or like Limp Biscuit. Yeah, right? <laughs>
3: yeah, but a lot, a lot of people count rage in that same category too, and they're they're great.
1: They're the one good example that I can think of.
3: All right, all right.
1: right off the top of my head.
3: Yeah, a lot I mean I think almost that oh and uh Guacamelee, Super Turbo Championship Edition.
1: That's a game that I feel like was really good and I just kind of missed it.
3: It's coming out on PS4. Okay. Here soon. I would recommend this game. This is a game I platinum.
1: Now, the, is it made by the guys that did Shank? Because it looks a lot like Shank. That's what I was going to say.
3: It is not made by the guys that did Shank. It's not, it's not a Clay. It's not them. Clay, okay. So it's not them. This, this, is some, this was another team. I forget what they're called. Guacamelee, it's, it looks like the 2D uh, scrolling combo beat-em-up type deal that Shank is, but uh, whereas Shank is just a straight-up side-scrolling beat-em-up.
1: Which I really liked, by the way. I love Shank. Uh,
3: Guacamole is a Metroidvania type Ooh, game. Ooh, okay. With lucha everything. It's, it's so lucha, a bunch of Mexican people found it offensive. Huh, really? Yeah, because you're, due, you're a... Uh, what do you do? You... you you're an agave farmer, or you're some churro farmer, something crazy like that. and it <laughs> a lot of Mexican stereotypes within it. I, didn't, I don't find any of them negative, but maybe because
2: I'm not Mexican? Right, could be. I just thought the game was fucking awesome.
3: I love the art style of it. The music was fucking great. Because the whole game is about being a, a supernatural luchador, and you jump between the, the realm of the living and the realm of the dead. And it's got these nice little visual cues cool. and these audio cues when you're jumping between the worlds at will.
1: That sounds cool.
3: Hmm. It is cool. It is a great fucking game and I that's a game I, I highly recommend. I Very fun.
1: Think I'll have to get that then.
3: I beat it three times, because you need to beat it on normal well, you need to beat it on the hardest mode to get the platinum. Okay. So I beat it on normal thinking, oh this will be a fun game. I had so much fun, I was like, I'm going to play this again so I get the platinum. But I didn't change the difficulty. Yep. So I did it twice on normal. Ah. And, and
1: it was still like, fun oh, enough for you to go back and play a third time. <laughs> Apparently.
3: And I was like, immediately afterwards. I was like, oh well
4: I fucked that up. Better do it over again. <laughs> <laughs> Three
3: times in a row. I found every single little piece that adds gives you the secret ending. It's fucking it's an awesome game. Nice. Yeah, that stuff's the stuff's coming out soon. Then you've got Wolfenstein in May and Bound by Flame in May.
1: I don't know about Bound by Flame, but uh, Wolfenstein just looks pretty generic. There's a new
2: Wolfenstein game?
1: Yeah, New Order.
2: Wolfenstein.
1: Wolfenstein. Yep. It's called Wolfenstein New Order, and it's if the Germans won World War II, Mm -hmm. and that's all I know. And I feel like I played that game before
2: somewhere. I don't know anything about this. It's an FPS, I assume? Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's got dual wielding. It looks... All the gameplay I've
1: seen looks really fun. Everything I've heard about it... I mean, it could be a really fun game, but everything I've heard about it, it just seems kind of like more of the same kind of stuff.
2: Does it have a Mecha Hitler?
3: I think there are mechs in the game. I'm not sure if they've uh, resurrected Hitler in it or if he's still running around and he's a Mecha Hitler.
1: Well, I mean, he killed himself at the end of World War II. I mean, if they won... He should still be alive in that story, then. Right. Unless it's, like, way past the time period of World War II. You know, if it's, like...
3: No, it's, it's only a few... Not a few, but I think, like, a decade in the future. Your dude actually suffered, like, some head trauma, and he's been in, like, a hospital.
2: A decade from now? Or a decade from... forty-five. Oh, a decade from 45. World War II. So it's probably, like, in the 50s or something.
3: Yeah, okay. once World War II ended, but things are a little more advanced because the Nazis, though, they won using advanced technology.
1: Yeah, other weird secret projects and stuff. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that in, fact, in that universe, it actually came through, and that's
2: what they want. That does sound pretty cool. Because <laughs> yeah. they didn't have Indiana Jones there to stop them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ryan, uh, what, what do you got there? Uh, not much. Uh, Game of Thrones is starting very soon. So, this is the fourth season, right? Fourth season, so if you have not caught up yet, catch up now. And on that same line, George R. R. Martin has been talking about how they are thinking about ending the whole thing with a movie, Ooh. Uh, for the kind of grand finale, which would be interesting. So that's, a- to go that way. that's after the show ends. Yes. Now, aren't they slated for like a ton of seasons already? Though uh, recently, the showrunner said that they're thinking about ending it at seven, which kind of lines up with the books in a way.
1: Yeah, because of so, seven books, right?
2: Right. So uh, this would kind of be like, I guess, the grand finale. Seven seasons in a movie. <laughs>
1: um, that's cool. I definitely have to catch up. Yes. I'm on season two still, like a dummy.
2: Like a dummy.
1: <laughs> Everyone keeps saying how amazing this show is, so I really need to pick it up. Yes. Cool, cool.
2: And uh actually speaking of TV shows that may theoretically get a movie at some point. Community? Really? Did you hear about that? So they could actually have six seasons in a seasons movie. movie. Oh man, it's happening! Yeah, right. Boop <laughs> <laughs> boop 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 boop. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> and there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh is that it? Cool. Alright. That was Upcoming Shit. thats that's the name of the uh, <laughs> that's the name of the segment. Upcoming shit Upcoming shit. shit. <laughs> um yeah, so thanks for sticking with us, people. So uh you can email us at greaterthanreal at gmail dot com. Uh oh yeah, there's no game this week because uh, just the way we got this episode together is kind of last minute. Um, I had a I had a bunch of stuff to do today, so when I came up to do the podcast, we didn't really have much going. So I don't have a game this week, but it is up to me. So I because you guys tied on the last game,
4: mm-hmm. yep.
1: So I'll come up with one for the next episode, and um, hopefully one of you guys will fucking win it. Yes, <laughs> then I won't have to There's do it. will be a lot it. of
2: bitterness, hearts will be broken. One person will step out the victor, the other... Shame. (laughs) Two men into one man leaves. Are you going to kill the other guy? Yes.
4: Well, you know.
1: Yeah, so, okay. You can email us at greaterthanreal at gmail.com. You can check us out at Uh, greaterthanreal.com. There's a blog page in there. only have one thing up. I'm going to be doing more writing in the future, so see more stuff there. And if at some point in the future, which I'm planning on doing at some point... uh, Doing game capturing and loading up onto YouTube and stuff, I will be posting game clips on our site. So look forward to that oh. sometime in the future. Hmm. I don't know when, but yeah. And uh, you oh, can. How about
3: you be a jobless fuck? I can do all
1: <laughs> that shit. You know? Oh, oh. Yeah, Dred, if, if you want to help out on that, that'd be great. You know it. Awesome. So you can find us on iTunes, you can subscribe, you can uh, rate us truthfully or you can lie and give us five stars that would be nice yeah that would be better actually just do that yeah leave a really glowing review about how amazingly funny we are and informative (laughs) um so yeah this has been greater than real your favorite podcast
2: that your friends don't know about see y'all next time
5: Bye. bye really be? what's it all a dream? Is there any meaning in between these creepy scenes? I just shrug and scratch my head, I guess I'm always left with guesses, of the people mad I me can seem to answer questions. There are very long pauses in the dialogue and I spy a very pretty girl, I'm pretty sure she's gonna die. It's like it's nighttime all the time, shadows so fast. My life's a David Lynch movie, in which I've been cast. Everybody swears a lot, everybody smokes,
4: everybody speaks in code, I never get their jokes.